Yay Networks. Hey, I'm Jenna. And I'm Francisco. You know, we are new parents trying to navigate this chapter of our lives while trying to run our own businesses and doing our best to stay mentally and physically fittish. I don't know how good we're doing at that. Here's what you have to look forward to. <laughs> don't read it so much. <laughs> We've had to make a lot of compromises in the relationship, but it's sure. worth it, right? Yeah. You've, I, there've been, there's been moments that I wanted to post something on social media and you're like, you're not going to post that, are you? That's for us. Well, can you imagine what it would be? I, I mean, I know we just got these tattoos together, but I don't know this dude. I got to go. Babe, the thing is that in that first trip to Mexico, I was aiming for your kidneys, but, <laughs> but I found your heart. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Finish Podcast. If you heard that, that's okay. Friend comes in late, super red in the face. And if I didn't know that you had been working out, I would have some questions about where, have you, where we were on the so, way in this morning. I think it's the first time that I get on the mat since... A year ago. Oh, I'm aware. I was actually just venting to Garrett, and Garrett, you know, apparently follows bro code, as all men tend to do. And he said to me, Garrett's our producer, and he said to me, I was bitching to him. Well, you know, kind of. And I didn't want to bitch, because then people are going to go, you know, to me, and Jenny, you're not supporting France, healthy fucking endeavors. No, I am. I know that. No, I am. But so for a year, y'all, just behind behind the scenes here. I don't work out tons, obviously. You know, I'm not some, like, everyday person as much as I used to be, unfortunately. But any of y'all that have had a baby, you know, like, it's next to impossible. And for the women that do that every day, you're fucking amazing. But I work out. I, I, I'm hot and cold with it, right? Like, I'll go a couple weeks, actually, without exercising at all. And then I'll have a week where I go twice, maybe, two or three times. But then I, like, won't go again for a couple weeks. That's kind of where my life is at lately. But I always invite Francisco. And of course, like, we don't really, our schedules don't line up. He gets up with Remy at 6 a.m., lets me sleep in, which is amazing. You know, or, you know, I'll spend afternoons with Remy and Fran will work. And we just don't have the same schedule. Regardless, though, we do a lot of pop-ups. So I'm always inviting him because I actually love that. Like, I love not an everyday workout with your partner. But I find that like kind of arousing, like sweating, working out together, like going on a run together. I do like that sort of thing. Um, But Fran's, you know, been on his strict diet where he wasn't allowed to work out because this was about shedding, shedding weight. He's in such a caloric deficit. He's starving to death and like cannot. I mean, you can't, though. You weren't supposed to exercise. No, But But that was only in the last. I've never been starving and I wasn't supposed to work out. Right. Because I was supposed to have like a brisk walk a brisk walk oh. or like yeah, sure. well, running around a kid is a yeah so yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. regardless that but, was only the last seven weeks the last yeah, yeah, I don't know. 365 days prior to that there hasn't really been i mean there's a rower sitting in the guest oh, bedroom i used it there. four times four times i'm number still number four mexican faster mexican in uh in the rowing machine but uh, anyhow you would think mexicans would be faster at rowing they're good at swimming and jumping. Swimming and jumping. And running. But <laughs> so I went to this. Our producer finds this conversation shameful. So I I, uh, I went through this year of focusing 100% on family and Remy and racing and all that. So I realized that I was getting very unhealthy. Sure. And I wasn't I doing wouldn't say you're very unhealthy. anything about it. Like, yeah. besides the opposite. Like, I used to 
At night, I used to devour everything that yeah, had a gram of sugar. I would be like uh, almost asleep and I would smell McDonald's French fries. And I'm like, you ordered, you're like, it's just a small burger. Like you would order food and y'all, you know, when you're almost asleep and you're like, I shouldn't do it. Like I'm already, I could just do this. But then you do it. And it's amazing. And you wake up in the morning like, fuck. So I went to this trick. I found a friend told me you need to do this, yeah. this, and that. Went through that path. It's been a life-changing path. I feel healthier. I feel younger. I have more energy. Yeah, you do. Like, That's so good. I haven't run in since we went to Mexico, I think. Mexico City, not last time, time before last. Commando, when we did Commando. And right. it wasn't horrible. Like, of course, I... Hold I'm... on. You're getting ahead of what I've been trying to say this whole time. This is what I mean. We got to be on the same page here. The point of all of this was, you call me two days ago after all this, which is amazing. But I've been asking you, you're like, I'll let you know when I can work out again. I'll let you know when I can work out again. Because I'm like, come on, let's go on a Saturday morning. But obviously, like, we need to get, like, last weekend you said this for the first time. You were like, what do you, uh, that's what what I you found do that. for Father's Day? You were like, well, let's go work out together. But it was literally like that morning. And I'm like, but we have a baby. So, you know, on the weekend, y'all know, like, unless you have childcare, like you can't go work out together unless we went on a run together and took him in a stroller and you didn't want to do that. So I get a phone call on Monday of this week from Fran and I'm leaving. I had picked up my mom and Remy. They were at a play center and Fran is on speakerphone. He goes, I pop my cherry. I go, which cherry are we talking about? I'm like, I think all your cherries have been popped. No, not all. I think I think all of them have been popped, right? No, there's still one that hasn't been popped. I no, that's no. up for debate. I think that time you were robbed, you were raped, <laughs> but we have we haven't you've never confirmed that. So But I have anyway, a rule if I don't remember goes, it didn't happen. Frank goes my workout cherry. My jaw dropped, y'all. I went, what? Like because I'm excited that he wants to work out again, but he just up and out of nowhere with no heads up. When I actually had my mom that day, she watches Remy on Monday, he just went and you did a very feeling good. Well, I know. I know. And that's what's like. He just went and did a Barry's boot camp, which I like had. I, I've done a couple recently and asked him to go with me. No, no, no. So y'all get in it. the middle of the day. OK, but this is what I mean. You're just defending it. I'm allowed to feel a certain way. I'm not mad at you. I'm just kind of like frustrated because it's something you know how much even when you and I do get in arguments. I've said to you, like, I, tr I try. Uh, one of our bigger issues is like communication about like spending time together. And I've been like. Let, let me know. Let's go work out together. So now, same with just now. He's red in the face because he just went and did a hot yoga class. Of course, that's another story. I am really sick right now. And so I haven't been able to do anything. But no, I'm, I'm not. I should be able to feel a certain way. It, you don't have to agree with it. It's just that I feel frustrated because I wanted to be a part of that. Like I wanted to, I've waited for a year for you to want to work out again. And I ask you all the time to work out with me and you don't. And now all of a sudden out of nowhere, you do it where, okay, that's great. I'm excited for you and your health, but I'm also selfishly, and I acknowledge that it's selfish, but I'm selfishly like, uh, because we're in a relationship and that's something that means a lot to me. And I've been wanting to do it. That's all. I'm not like, end of the world mad or anything like that. I was just kind of disappointed. Like, well, fuck, Fran. Like, I've been wanting to work out with you for a long time. And I should get the benefit of watching you suffer with that first workout back on the treadmill because that shit's so hard. And Garrett says to me, I kind of vented to him before you walked in. I'm like, he's doing a workout. That's why he's running late. And I had kind of wished that, you know, I had been there. He goes, oh, well, it has to be his idea. Things with guys. It has to be our idea. 
No, and it's not only that. Like, I'll be very happy to work out with you, but every time that you have invited me, and which I appreciate it very much, it's been at a time that it's in exactly the middle of the day. No, I did a 315 berries, which is exactly what you did on Monday. Yeah, but that day, like, the thing I with, understand. You so have something you have to understand is reasons. Everything that, that Monday, a meeting got canceled. 15 minutes before, I had a yeah. backpack. Let's do it. But that's I what I mean. You kind ahead. of, you don't plan ahead. And that's I where can't. the root, I know, but that's where the root of a lot of our argument stems is because it's really frustrating for me with a baby. Like, unfortunately, life takes more planning when you have a family, like traveling and things. And that's where some of the frustration on my end, I'm just explaining to you, you wonder why I get mad. It's like, I get frustrated because I am a, I do like to plan or when I have pop-ups, I always kind of tell you my schedule, even like tonight, for instance, I've known for three weeks that I have a workout event tonight. Now, if you had wanted to join, we could ask my mom to babysit and you could come support, you know, uh, I mean, I, as a brand, we do a lot of workout classes, so you could come yeah. do some of those, you know, and 100%. that would mean a lot to me. That's all I'm saying. And I'm starting to look more, a little more like athletic. So it, it's going to be actually positive before it would have been negative the brand before would it be fattish instead of fittish See the excuses y'all i didn't want to do it because i'm out of shape you are not out of shape no and In the slightest we are a community for everyone i actually get so excited when women come here i'm just as an aside letting y'all know we're redoing our space a bit we're excited we're gonna have a retail store i'm kind of trying to concept what that looks like kind of thinking ahead in the year of just like ways to grow the brand and it's so cool for me when we do pop-up events and it's so refreshing, I should say, that so many of you that come to work out are like, oh my gosh, am I going to be okay? I haven't worked out in so long. You drive really far. You know, you take time out of a Saturday morning. You feel comfortable enough to come here because you know that I always tell Raven or Laura or whoever I have teaching a class that I'm friends with, like, don't kill my friends and family and customers that come in here to work out because this is that's the thing that kills me about a lot of the workouts especially in a bigger city is it's almost like how hard can it be you know some of the classes you and I do it's like it's almost like a thing you know like I they like try that. to like hot box you out of there they're like let's make it as hot as possible and as hard as possible and it's really intimidating I think for a lot of us like you know I'm the type of person that's like no I need to like get myself in shape a little bit before I even go to some of those places I think a lot of us feel that way it can be like a little it's very humbling you know to do a workout so hard and I want to I've always wanted to offer more workouts that yes working out should be difficult and should challenge you but you shouldn't walk out of there like not able to walk for two days and dying and feeling kind of humiliated because it was so difficult so I just get so excited when I have people come in like oh my god I haven't worked out in so long am I going to be okay and I'm like yes that's what this is supposed to be that's what finish is like let's just do 40 ish no. minutes and like get back into it you should never also you should never doesn't matter the work you should never be ashamed of taking it easy I know, friend, but that's not how a lot of people feel. And maybe that's the difference with men and women. I don't know. But in general, it's really intimidating to go to a workout class where a lot of people are in really good shape, especially for me postpartum. I have, you know, you've gained weight. You haven't worked out in a long time. You know, it's going to be hard. And yeah, yoga is that way for me. Like I suck at yoga. And so that can be really hard for me to go do a yoga class because I don't, A, I don't like it. I've never liked it. 
Um, I like how I feel when it's over, I guess, but uh, it's hard and, you know, and I'm not flexible. And so every moment of the yoga class is really difficult for me to get through. And yeah, and you just kind of got to get over the competitive side of yourself, right? And the ego, because if you can't touch your toes and do all of these things and everyone in the room's doing it, it sucks, honestly, it sucks. And so, yeah, it's really hard. You to always need to be competitive with yourself. Like okay. with yourself, like you yeah. see the improvements within yourself. I think that's the magic of yoga. You cannot compare yourself with others. They're in different stratospheres. Well, that's very nice and introspective yeah, you know. of you. I um. Oprah, if you were still around, I'm I'm free next week. She's alive, baby. But she, she's she with have us. The show anymore? She's not resting in peace. She is very much. She's alive. resting in peace. <laughs> Oprah, if you were still around, she's here. Oprah is here. I know. Here. Yeah, what a great show she had for so long. I I did something the other day. I want to tell this story, actually. I haven't really told the story to anyone but you. I um, And you kind of chastised me for it, understandably, which in hindsight, it's just a shame. I'm, I'll just tell you all what happened and you decide for yourself. So this was uh, the day before Father's Day. I um, was on my way home from doing... I'm doing some work and um, I, I actually stopped to get Fran a couple other things for Father's Day. And so I'm really close to where we live and I'm at a red light and the car in front of me looked a little erratic and then stops about, gosh, I would say about 200, 300 feet before the red light. They were the first car at the intersection. I was a little confused. I looked, I could see it was a woman. The car looked a little beat up um, and then the flashers came on and the light turns green. The car doesn't move. Everyone starts driving. I kind of gave a little honk. Car doesn't move. So I pull around the car and I notice a brunette woman, a little bit older than me, I think, with glasses and her head's on the steering wheel. It looks like she was sobbing hysterically. I noticed the windshield had cracks all through it. And I don't know what came over me. I mean, I was so close to the house, but I really thought I'm still a good Samaritan at heart, even though the world is fucking shit, you know, but I especially that it was a woman, you know, if it had been a man. Yeah, honestly, I probably wouldn't have done anything. But I decided since I was kind of the only car around other than the other cars, I pull over in front of this car. I turn my flashers on. I leave my car running. I hop out. I run up to the window and I tap on it. Because I thought if she's in distress, I don't know, maybe she was, she's clearly to me looked alive, but like something was really wrong. So I thought I'd at least call 911 for her and see if she was okay. Well, when I tap on the window, she looks up at me. I could immediately tell she was like super intoxicated. I mean, her car was a mess. She had glasses. I mean, she looked like a normal woman. You know, she didn't look by any means like she was super homeless or something like that, but she looked really fucked up. And she looked at me. She looked so angry. She like, through her car in reverse as I'm standing at the window, like goes way backwards and then like peels around me, like almost mows me down. And so I take a bunch of photos of her license plate. She like goes through the red light at the intersection and turns left. And all these cars are kind of just looking like, what the fuck just happened? Um, so I called 911 and I gave him the license plate and I reported her as being intoxicated because then again, I know you always think I'm a tattletale, but which I'm not. But like as a mother now, I'm like, that woman should not be on the road. Like her... Windshield shattered. She has no driver's side or passenger side mirrors in the little side things. The car was clearly dented now that I look back at photos like everywhere. I mean, that car has been through hell like it, she's been in a few accidents. I mean, I think she was passed out at her steering wheel. Um, yeah, so I called 911 and the 911 operator was really nice. But, you know, they're asking me so many questions that I realized, oh, my God, I don't know if I remember what was she wearing? I'm like, fuck. 
I'm so bad at this interrogation. I was like, I think a t-shirt. <laughs> she had glasses. I did get the license plate. So, you know, if it was registered, they know. But I was like, yeah, I think I don't know. And then I'm like, I hate accusing someone of being drunk. But clearly something was wrong. She should not have been behind the wheel of a car. I'm a mom. What if she killed someone? I don't no, like 100%. that. No, 100%. So I get home. I told Fran this whole story. And he goes, should not have left your car and done that. It was like his first thing. That was the first no, thing you said sure. to me. For sure. Like, if, if, if she's intoxicated, she has a gun. She thinks that you're going to be a threat. She can just shoot you. Yeah, I know. I didn't even think that. I did, as I approached the car, go, there was a part of me that was like, man, I mean, I'm a smart person, Fran. I'm like, this is this could go poorly, you know. So I started, like, approaching the car. I was very, like, careful about it. So but... you're a smart person. You thought this could go poorly, and you just still did it. You know why, Francisco? Because I would certainly fucking hope. that This makes me so mad that you do that. Instead of, for once, could you just say, wow, you're a really nice person. Like, I don't like that you did that, but it you're is. really, instead of scolding me for it, it's it so frustrating. Really nice. You know what? If I was unconscious at a steering wheel and it just had some sort of aneurysm or heart attack, I certainly fucking hope that someone would 100%. come up to my car and check on me no, and call 911. One hundred percent. You have a you really know, valid like, point there. Uh, as as a person who's not religious, I I still believe in karma because I believe that that's more important than anything else. Whether whatever God you believe in, anything, I still think regardless, you should just be a nice human to other people because that's all that matters in this world to me. And I just want to be a nice person. I'm not approaching every single homeless person on the street and every single crazy person trying to make their life better. I'm not doing that, you know. And if Remy had been in the car with me, absolutely not. I would not ever do anything that would jeopardize my life when he's under my care. But and I do think differently now as a mom. I don't always I mean, think about how well, many times we see stranded people. For sure, because if it were to be a stroke, seconds count. I don't know. I just thought it, when I drove by her, she was looked like she was hysterically crying. And, you know, I just um, sometimes people just need help or support. And I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm or glad I'm cry. OK. Huh? Or I cry. Or a cry, but like a cry to the point that you're like causing issues in the road. I don't know. Yeah, I'll probably, you know, maybe I won't do it again. But this is the world we live in now, right? You think about how many times maybe you've been in an accident and everyone just drives by. Everyone's busy, has places to go. You know, no one pulls over to help anyone. And it's really sad. Unfortunately, that is the world that we live in now, that you can't trust that you're not going to get shot every five seconds, you know, and I hate that. I don't want to live in a place like that. I don't want to have to raise a son being like, you can never ask a woman if she's okay or needs any help because she might, you know. And th But it's true. It's the world that we live in now, it's right? It's crazy. Like, uh, it's so crazy. I just actually hung up the phone with one of my agents in Houston and she was telling me, hey, she thought I was about to be worried or upset that she's moving from Houston to Dallas. It's like, dude, I'm perfectly fine. Long story short, She's moving from Houston because of the crime. <laughs> it's like, that is insanity, the world we live in. She thinks Dallas is better? Well, I, I, I'm pretty sure Dallas has somewhat better. Like one less shooting a weekend? Like what? It's just a little more contained, more conservative. We, we are, Our thoughts are a little more Christian, you know? I have found Houston to be more conservative than Dallas. It's more muggy. It's muggier? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I bet you it's just the heat's getting to people. The heat makes people crazy. Yeah, right? no, it's like the largest crime time is the summer. When it's hot. Yeah, because people, because, God, the heat does. And it right makes now, crazy. it's, it's rough. insane. It is rough. I hope everyone's doing okay. It's so hard, isn't it? Especially for those of us that are parents with kids that are nonstop, which I know I'm only, we're only just scratching the surface of, like, Remy's energy level. 
I took him to um, there's this place by our house called Play Street Museum, and we really like it. And it's super cute. You know, it's one of those places that has the little different theme rooms, like an office and a kitchen and a pizzeria. And then it has like a big thing of Legos. It has an area with dragons and like a vegetable stand so they can just kind of hop around and play. And I've noticed the dozen or so times that I've been there or sometimes I take my mom and him like that there's, you know, some of the same, like I'll see the same nannies who bring the kids. I'm like, you all come every day. She's like, yeah, I mean, the parents give us the money to do it. And it's a less of a mess we have to clean up. And there's three kids and they love it. And they just want to come every day and play. So I go to pick my mom and Remy up the other day. Oh my gosh. It was like a fucking club at 1am on a Saturday night. It was one in, one out. When I tell you one in, one out, they were in. Remy, when Remy had been in for two hours, but like there were other kids. He had a reservation. Yeah, he had bottle service. Yeah, he had paid for a table. No, one in, one out. I walked in, y'all, my jaw dropped. I was like, and it wasn't so crowded inside. I mean, they do a good job of managing it. It wasn't like it was so crowded that, you know, it was, you know, suffocating for the kids, but that's why they do it. But one in, one out, like it's a nightclub. I couldn't even wrap my head around it. And they said it's not normal. And, you know, it's probably between the hours of like three and five. But it was also Juneteenth. So, you know, a lot was closed. I'm assuming if kids had daycare and other things, you know, being a holiday. But anyway, it was wild. And it just kind of dawned on me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I I mean, this is what happens in the summer. I mean, it's even too hot to just go to the pool for a while, you know. Um, What do you do with kids? I mean, they have so much energy and they don't understand that they can't you know, be outside for that long. And yeah, what a shame, right? And so places like that are amazing. I wish there were more. I've seen some in the other suburbs we have to check out, but... We need to buy like a little cottage in Montana. Just move there for... It makes so much sense, doesn't it? Why people are like, I need to go somewhere else for the summer. Like, it, but you can't, not everyone, very few people can afford to do that sort of thing. You know, like we have to work. Well, and, we do it at timeshare and we'll share it with you guys. Yeah. Do y'all all want to go in on a timeshare? Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It does make you consider differently because man, I always knew it was hot here, but why am I so hot lately? I think it's especially hot Is because it? I opened the door and normally it's like opening the oven door. Right now is like opening a sauna door. It's yeah. it's muggy. It's suffocating. It's it's like it's hard to breathe. We weren't in a hot yoga, which is pretty stupid. But uh, this glutton for punishment. You go to a hot yoga class. By the way, the class you went to is also like hot, just to be really hot. Like it's like hundred five. Hundred five. I mean, it's that is oppressively hot. Why are you doing that when it's so hot outside? And you hate being hot, hot. Well, so. I like to put myself in uncomfortable situations, so it teaches me to be able to be resilient. Yeah. You should... I know. I wish we had the money to get... Um, Pulp plunge? Yeah. Those things are so expensive. I was and looking I into like, one, and not- I got beaten to the punch. Like, I was about to pick it up, surprise you. It was great. Surprise me with a cold plunge when I fucking hate it, and I hate being cold. I know. I did it one time, y'all. I said I was going to go back. Cold, if you've ever done cryo, cryo is like a walk in the park compared to a cold plunge. Some people thrive at being cold and it is good for you. I do understand that three minutes of pure hell is really good for so many things. But man, wet cold is just a different kind of cold. I don't know. Have you ever cold plunged, Garrett? Do you love it? Did you hate it? Don't you're in between. I don't know. I, I you just love found... the, the results. You know, don't love the uh, the the being cold I as was, fuck. I don't, if, if y'all haven't done this before, or maybe you have, but I was stunned at I've been in 
Lake Michigan, for instance, like in the summer, my friends in college, like, they, you know, the ones from Michigan and Ohio, where I grew up, man, northern Michigan's amazing, by the way, too, If the, for those of you all that have or haven't been, right? I, it's so wonderful, but that water is so cold when you first get in it. It's pretty shocking, right? Like, it hurts when you first jump in, but then you get used to it, right? So I don't know what temperature that lake tends to be, but it's pretty cold until, but you're able to acclimate pretty quickly, this is cold that you do not acclimate to, right? Like it is so cold that have you done a you've done a cold plunge at the like yeah, 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 30 degrees or whatever it is. I mean, it's like or I guess it's 33. It's literally like right above freezing, which is insane. I'm like, wait, one more degree and it's ice like this is wild. And so you get in you almost feel like you're going to have a heart attack, you know, like once you submerge all the way down to your neck, I was expecting it to be really painful and cold. And then all of a sudden it would just be you'd be like shaking and cold. You like, feel like Jack. I know I couldn't. I was like, oh, my God, I, I did it with a girlfriend and I was looking at her and I went first and I'm looking at her going, oh, my God, I can't breathe. Like, I think I'm going to have to get out. And I was like, no, I've heard about this. Just like take slow it down and take deeper breaths. Y'all, I only made it, I think, maybe 25 seconds the first time I did it. And we did it like three times each. You know, I got out, she did it, and then I tried it again. And some people get in and can do it for three minutes the first time, which is just crazy. And I guess you just have to know it's super painful. But it felt like I had needles, like, stabbing me all over the body. And then everything kind of goes numb. It was a wild experience. And then I'm like, yeah, we should get one for the house. Absolutely not. Those things are so expensive. And oh, I don't sure. know if I do it every day. The one I was about to get was in the middle range. Yeah. And there were... Yes, there are cheap ones, by the way. Yes, you can get a bucket and get in it, no, but no, no, the no. water doesn't change like, over. This one yeah. was one that kept the water cold. Yeah, you could refill it with ice. And, and stuff. um... But yes, I'm still in the search for it. It would be cool to have, I suppose. You would do it. Yeah. A lot. We could do it together. But yeah, if you're wondering, people say it's great. I mean, obviously, it's super anti-inflammatory. It's great for your circulation and healing and recovery. And they do say, like, it, it kind of goes back to what you just said at the beginning of this, you know, when you challenge yourself and get into an uncomfortable situation, a lot of people that do it, you know, that claim it's helped them with their success is like, if you do something that's so kind of painful and hard, the rest of your day feels like a piece of cake. I did notice that that day I felt odd in a good way. Like I felt very relaxed and kind of refreshed jovial. and kind of, no, I felt weird. I wouldn't say jovial. Look, I only did it once, three times, but once, you know, in one session. And I felt weird in a good way, if that makes sense. But I felt weird. I didn't quite feel like myself. And so I wonder if it's because my whole body was just functioning better. Like, <laughs> was it like better? That's This conversation is just pushing me to buy one like right now. Oh, yeah. I felt weird. I felt alert. I felt relaxed. I felt hungry, probably because it kicked my metabolism into gear. But I have to tell you all this. I'm biased because I really hate being cold. You know how some people don't mind being cold? When I get cold in the winter, which is why I always fared better in the summer, and I've always done really well with heat. Like, I could get out and go on a run when it's a million degrees out. The cold weather bothers me much more. Um, so, that being said, I just really hate to be cold. Like, I would rather be in a sauna for half an hour than be cold for half an hour. I don't know. It's just my body. You know, I'm yeah. just like kind of lizardy. Like, I just, I don't want to be, I don't want to be freezing because I get cold and then I stay cold like all day. Uh, that's just me. But yeah, I think there must be something to it. A lot of people do it. Maybe it's just a fad too. I also think, but yeah, it's supposed to like burn through your brown fat, which is the hard fat to tap into. So you do like lose weight and it's really good for circulation and you're just like overall health, they say. 
um, like kind of preventing illness and stuff. But I don't know, man. It's hard. I thought we Mexicans all only have brown fat. <laughs> you know. We're going to take a quick break <laughs> and hear from some of the podcast sponsors and we'll be back in just a bit. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. And y'all know Fran and I, we don't make a secret of the fact that we don't always get along. And having a baby has definitely put a lot of pressure on the relationship. And I'll tell y'all, our biggest excuse sometimes with not resolving our conflict is going to therapy is like, we don't have the time, right? You have a baby. We both work full time and life gets busy and it can be really hard to find the time to get in the car together, go to therapy together. It's just really difficult, but better help totally alleviates that issue. They make it so easy and more affordable, by the way, to find a licensed therapist because all you have to do is take a short survey online. It takes less than five minutes. They're going to match you up with someone that fits your needs, whether you're an individual, you're going through a hard time, or you need some couples therapy. You can just open up that computer, schedule a time that works for both of you. Hey, Brian and I don't even have to be in the same place at the same time. So there's really no excuse to not seek therapy when you need a little bit of help. Fran has also used BetterHelp on his own, you know, when we've gone through a hard time. BetterHelp is just so wonderful. And honestly, it's more affordable than some of these in-person therapists. And you know, if you've ever gone down that road, how hard it can be to find someone. You're asking friends. You're putting some of your relationship issues out there to people that you know personally. Do you have anyone you recommend? Then you're going to a therapist that also sees your friends. That whole thing can just be really weird. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Again, it's just a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash fittish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash fittish to get 10% off your first month. I have to say, we are so lucky to have a baby that eats anything. I guess he's not a baby anymore, a toddler, but he's a meat boy. He's a fish boy. <laughs> he's an everything boy. And he's a hungry boy at that. And Butcher Box has just really saved dinner. I can't even count how many times at this point. What is Butcher Box? All right, we're going to get the finest quality meat and seafood delivered right to your front door. All you have to do is throw it in the freezer. And then dinner's kind of ready to go once you thaw it, right? Fran and I particularly love red meat. And Fran's very specific about the red meat. I mean, you know the type of people that are like, no one else can pick it out, right? I have to go to the grocery store because I'm so snobby about my cuts that I want to point at it and pick it out. When I tell you he has been so satisfied with everything we've gotten from Butcher Box, and gosh, it makes life so much easier, my favorite thing about ButcherBox is definitely the convenience and the quality of the meat. And then cost, of course, is another benefit. You're not paying nearly as much as when you're going to the grocery store and buying it. And if you sign up today at ButcherBox.com fittish and use the code fittish, you're going to get flank steak for free in every box for three months plus $20 off your first order. This is such a special deal. What's better than some free meat with all the other great meat you're going to get? I'm talking grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crepe-free, wild-caught seafood, humanely raised, no antibiotics or added hormones, free shipping always. And, of course, you can customize it if you're like, Jenna, I really don't like wild-caught seafood. That's totally fine. You can pile on the beef if that's your favorite. Just go to butcherbox.com fittish and use the code fittish to claim the steal. Again, you're going to get... Blank steak for free in every box for three months, plus $20 off that first order when you go to butcherbox.com slash fittish and use the code fittish. 
Welcome back to the show. So Francisco, I asked him what he wanted to talk about on the show today. And you said, tell me what you said. Tell so everyone. it is mind blowing. I was listening to this the other day and it's like Father's Day is the 20th most popular or least popular. I don't know how you want to call it. Yeah, most popular, 20th. Most popular uh, holiday in the country. I'm surprised it's even that high. Mother's Day is the second. Fuck yeah. After Christmas. It's Christmas and Mother's Day? No, no, no. I think it's Christmas, Mother's Day, Easter, uh, Columbus Day is in between. Yeah. Juneteenth. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Juneteenth is in between. All very important. Like <laughs> National Margarita Day, it's after Mother's Day, I'm Taco sure. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday is <laughs> like 19. <laughs> National Best Friends Day. 100%. Like, National I, I Hydration think, Day is actually yeah, I, today. I, I think, think yeah. like right testicle cancer day <laughs> is like 18. Yeah, I mean, but that that's technically it's just crazy how popular like i think we have a very valid role in the raising of the kid yeah for being pushed what how did you feel about father's day for you this year it was amazing i had a hard time i fran loves you know we were just talking about butcher box fran loves to cook meat i mean almost every single night he's cooking a steak because he's been on this diet so like i i'm I know men are just different in this way, like, but you know, they get stuck. Like he, he literally eats like a steak and broccoli or cauliflower rice and cauliflower, like every single night for dinner for seven weeks. It's fucking crazy. Like I cannot eat the same thing like that every night, but I've been wanting to get him a grill. And like every year I'm like, okay, I'm going to surprise him. I'm going to get him a grill. I mean, the other day you placed the camera in the kitchen onto, it's actually brilliant. And this is like a brilliant kind What's of stone rocket scientist. rocket scientist stuff, right? He places one of our wise cameras that we use through, we, you know, we have cameras throughout the house, these little boxes. They're great cameras, by the way. So you can see, you know, all 10 cameras we have like on an app on our phone, but we have two in the kitchen. So he takes one of them and he places it onto the meat thermometer. So from bed, we can watch the meat thermometer. Whereas most of you all know these days, there are plenty of meat thermometers that just sync with your phone. And mine does that, but it, it wasn't syncing. Yeah. You know? So, but you know, I've wanted to get him a, like a cool grill. Like I thought he loves to cook. He's a, you're a great cook. You make meat all the time. I love, I mean, you're great with the cast iron. I mean, you do the cast iron skillet, then you do the oven, you let it sit. Like you've perfected the steak, the, in, the indoor steak, as I like to yeah, call my- it. But man, there's just something, maybe you and I are different. I love, I hate to grill myself. I don't know how to do it. I'm no grill master. But like in the summer, especially, you know, when people are grilling out and it's like that smell of like corn and burgers and like, you're like, mm, someone's grilling and it like actually makes you like want to like go find the neighbor that's yeah. doing it because it's just, I'm just like a raccoon outside. I'm and like, nobody's actually grilling. <laughs> they just rub meat in the no. ground. I love the grill. I just love the grill. It's like the American summer dream, you know? Like, I just love it's the like grill. It's like the Fourth of July. It is, but I love it. And, like, I love grill food, right? Like, just the veggies. So, I see, I'm talking, my mouth's watering and I'm sick right now, too. Like, I have hardly eaten in days and I'm like, oh, I wanna, I'm going to get a grill. So anyway, I wanted to get a girl for Father's Day, as I've wanted to do for like the last three Father's Days. And every time, I like to tell Fran because I always want to get him something that he likes. And you can be... A, 
I don't want to say you're hard to buy for because you like everything, but I don't always love just like getting you as most of us women do, right? Like you go get them clothes and things like that, which I know you appreciate, but I've wanted to get a grill, like something that you would really kind of nerd out over and love, like a cool grill, you know? And every time I tell him I want to get him a grill, he's like, not interested. So he directly tells me he does not want one. So I don't do it because we all know, like, even to get a, you know, a decent grill, that's pretty expensive. You know, some of the ones I look at are like $800 minimum probably. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to get him something that he doesn't love. Cause I know I'm, I love the idea, but I like the idea of him grilling. <laughs> like I don't want to do it that badly. So anyway, no grill. So I ended up getting you some, um, paraphernalia, some like, you, you know, some like all different kinds workout of like, clothes. I got him workout clothes and like, like a lot, a lot of like edibles and smokables and stuff from the store. Like I thought that was kind of a yeah, fun little amazing. treat, but yeah, I didn't, uh, I go through everything besides the workout clothes. Well, they weren't, it was more like leisure clothes. It wasn't straight workout athleisure. clothes. Athleisure. Yeah. yeah. I got you some like comfy athleisure stuff in a size smaller because I feel like you've lost so much weight. So the things that I'm from Mexico city, my dad, Hola. amazing in the grill. Yeah. We have a built in, outdoor kitchen in my I father's know. house which I is mean, like you go to your house you all have aprons has, you put on aprons you all he grill. has like five different grills I know. like argentinian style yeah. like brazil like all sorts but the thing that we are missing is the fucking weather like when do you feel comfortable like i don't like how people do it it's true. in dallas i don't like to grill to eat inside. Like people that take the food outside to eat inside, bullshit. I like the whole romance of people sitting outside yeah. in the yard with him. music, everybody around the grill with the people that is this cooking. This is the thing about central Mexico, Mexico City and some of these other places. Like, yes, the weather is the most ideal weather that you could hope for, you know, how people talk about this Cal Northern California weather in a way. Granted, it never even gets that cold in Mexico City. The weather is every day, you know, 70 something during the day, if that kind of chilly at night, but not too chilly to be outside. Like, it's just a dream, you know? And yes, it's perfect because you can like grill outside, hang outside, play in the grass. Like, it's so, it's so nice. You're right. But like, I mean, what do you want? I could hose you off. No, so what... I'll be very happy if I'm going to be hot. I want everybody to be hot around like chit chatting and stuff. Not people like I'm cooking outside and you all just sitting inside with the cool ass high AC. Yeah. You want me to set up an outdoor table and we sit outside and eat? Yeah, but that'll be miserable for everybody. So we can. But that's do it what it fall. takes to get some grilling from you. Yeah. We can do it in the fall. Well, let's be real. A grill, to a certain extent, is like a convertible. It's like it's so fucking great, but you can only use it every now and then. Yeah. Right. So you're saying it would have been nice now that we've talked through it. Yeah, but so I think one is one of those things that I much rather. I also don't want to pick one out for you. Yeah, I'd like I'd to much do it rather together. Buy it and yeah, and we can like I think you're very generous so and nice with gifting, but. This is something that I would like to put my my full input in it. Man, I got so mad a couple Christmases ago. I don't think I told you all this. There's some, you know, not like, like a grills are us. What was it called? I want to call them out because they were so bad. They, I the uh, one on Lover's Lane. Yeah, and I went in. Grill Bosses or. Grill Bosses. It's not called Grill gr Bosses. Pete, what? Pete something. I don't know. It's on Lover's Lane in Dallas, though. They were so mean to me. I walk in there and it's like, hmm. 
I did wanted, you ask, do you guys have a grill? You know what's funny, actually? It was way before Christmas. It was because I wanted to do it for your birthday. So your birthday's Thanksgiving. So it was in the beginning of November. I went in. So like two weeks before Fran's birthday. And I went in. They were so snooty to me, first of all, the guy, you know, like, give me, like, why are you this way? That is great that your expertise is grills. But like, aren't you trying to sell a grill to me? Like help the helpless woman coming in. And you know, I'm nice. And I'm like, I went in with kind of like, I knew they had some of the brands I wanted to just maybe ask. And so I pick a grill out. This grill was expensive, mind y'all, right? Like this was a nice grill with the Bluetooth features. And it was, it was nice. Like I thought brand, it had like maybe a smoker on the side. Like it was a setup, you know, obviously you need to get it delivered and you need someone to install it. And so I said, I was like, hey, like my partner's birthday's in a few weeks and I want to get this. Like, could I, you know, could I get it? He looked at me. He goes, you're joking, right? I'm like, what you, am I joking? No, no, I'm not. Is the grill business funny? Like, no, I'm not fucking joking. Like, what do you mean joking? Like, what? He was so weird. And he was like, you're kidding, right? And I'm like, kidding about like the grill and he was like i mean like we're at least you know 12 weeks away from being able to deliver this you know like we have so many other important christmas orders and i'm like well it's november 3rd you know i was so put off by that experience like i felt like what it was like asshole. it was like the grill version of pretty woman like i wanted to like come back later and you know but i'm like no i don't know what i'm gonna do here like you know i was like okay like i walked out of there so deject dejected you know when you have those experiences that you're like I'm going to leave a Google review, you know, that's why you have to be so careful. And I hate it as a business owner because we definitely get some really unrealistic kind of customer service issues. Just being honest, you know, someone will be like, my bottle broke and we look at the order and it's literally from three years ago and they're really mad about it, you know, and like maybe it's some of y'all that are listening and, and but we always rectify it. We literally, always, hey, we do keep track so you can't scam us multiple times. We can see everyone's order history, but like, we always rectify it because like, that's what you do. You want to be a good customer. Why are you being shitty to me? Like, I don't know the girl business. I don't know that I'm 12 weeks away. I thought I could just walk in or I was like, okay, so what if I just like bought it and could pay someone to come pick it up? And he was just like, no, you know, it was the weirdest encounter. I don't know why. Maybe he just didn't like me or something. I don't know. It was so strange. I wanted to leave a review, but then I didn't. I was just very mad for a couple hours. It's just so funny because and I have not. I've been traumatized. I have I, not like, gone I, to get I a girl since. Thought about that, but it was at that same time. Like I'm pretty sure you worked in a car dealership, and they would have tell you exactly the same thing. Like everything was in in such a huge demand. Right now, I'm pretty sure that motherfucker will give you a fifty percent discount. Yeah, and will deliver it yesterday. Yeah. So weird, isn't it? Or just explain to me without like laughing about it. It was so weird. I was just like, what? What in the grill so store? So cocky. Just you sell fucking grills. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to diminish someone, but you know, it's that I just would never expect that. It's almost like I had walked into a Chanel store or something looking homeless, you know, and you like fully. That's another thing that drives me crazy is like how rude certain. And I mean, I haven't had that experience in Chanel mainly because I don't ever go in there. But like, you know, you go into a designer store and the salesperson snooty and you're kind of like probably like make a similar amount of money like why what you know they work in a certain store and then they like talk down to you and that whole vibe is always so off-putting and weird and i just don't understand the psychology yeah, of just... it because it's like don't you want to make a sale especially at any store like that it's commission of course you know these girl guys are getting commission off anything they sell yeah it's just crazy and then I'm like, am I not trying to buy a nice enough grill? Like, what's happening here? You know, I don't know. It was very weird. So I'm I'm girl traumatized. That being said, I would still love to get a grill situation going on. 
now I know what to give you for your birthday. A grill? Yeah. Next year? I have to wait a year for the grill? Well, I'm going to give you an early birthday. <laughs> Call me generous. I don't want a grill for my birthday. Okay, okay, I'll take a grill. That's fine. I actually, you know, once you become a homeowner, I think you do kind of geek out, right, over certain things. Like I had someone come do wallpaper the other day and paint, like the the kind of honeydew sort of like house list of things that you want. I, I've never been that woman that's like, don't buy your wipe workout equipment or vacuum and stuff. Because I know there are some women out there that are like, okay, if you clean a lot or you exercise, like you actually would get really giddy over certain things like that. It's just kind of one of those rules you're not supposed to buy people. But like, it's different. Like if you wanted, if you were building stuff and you wanted a tool set, you'd be excited if I got you some kind of cool like tool, a tool situation. Set would be I know you've been wanting like a little um, he shed man cave. No, no, no. I've been looking for a big like snap on. Well, it doesn't have to be snap on. Snap on, strap on. No, like a big desk, a big desk with uh, my toolbox thing oh, to put yeah. all my tools that I don't have. Oh, right your now. tools that you don't have. You have a one tool. What do you ever bag. call this? A bag. A tool satchel. A tool satchel. <laughs> so, yeah. So I need to uh, grow my tool. I'll okay. be doing more stuff. Shit. Well, I guess I could have done that for Father's Day. That would have been nice. But then again, I don't know what kind of wrenches you want. You know, I don't know what kind of tools you want for your set. That's I feel valid. like that's really specific. You know. I'm going to make a list just in case. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, give me something to go on. I'm going to have, like, you know what? I'm going to have, like, when we had Remy, um, I'm going to have, like, a registry, a tool registry. A registry. Yeah. That's actually a great idea. Why do we as couples not have registries, like, ongoing for each other? That's a great idea, Fran. We should. You should just register in general. The registry never expires. You just register. Yeah, for like life. if you want to give something, yes. someone is like you just going to their registry. It's like, oh my god, he has like a. Of course, you have relatives at any point. I mean, we've gotten away from the gift giving, which I kind of like. Like we don't over gift anymore. You know, sometimes we're like, let's just do experiences, but experiences could be on the registry. You know, yeah, that's a great 100%. idea. I like this. This is a nice business idea. It's just the registry for life, because you know a lot of people talk about how. Let's say, yeah, you never have a baby or you never get married, you know, and part of getting married, of course, is that's where you get, you know, that's been the one thing about me I'm gonna start ever it, wanting you know? to have a wedding is like you don't. Granted, I also, you know, when you don't have a big family. I'm going to call Calvin or, from Bottle Rocket. Yeah, let's call him. Or you don't have a lot of money. You know, you hate. I'm just the type of person I hate putting people out like buy me gifts, travel to a wedding abroad. Like, I don't know. I just don't love it. And so, you know, but it is cool when people get married and you get nice china that you only use a couple of times a year, but it's still cool. So when you buy a house, you like have stuff. If you want to have, you know, the twice a year, like the Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner, you know, the important holidays. No, but it's so amazing because like, <laughs> let's say you have a client and yeah. you know that that client has a registry, you know, you're not going to fucking buy them something they don't like. Yeah, I like it. Everyone's just branded with a registry. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty cool idea. I don't know. You know, it would take time to monetize that. It's kind of like the baby list. You know, baby list is great. It's not. It's not because you make a commission out of everything that anybody and everybody has in the registry. And then you start selling ads. It has multiple streams. 
Yeah, of revenue. Of revenue. It takes some work, though. But yeah. yeah, it's a nice idea. Okay, well, let's just, we could start our own I'm just going to market. If someone starts this business after today, I'm going to sue you. You can't. You don't own any of it. Yeah, but I started with the idea. And I know they heard it. It's really hard. It would be really hard to win that, by the way. <laughs> Like, I'll partner you. It's like the I don't Facebook know. Facebook lawsuit all over again. I'll par- we'll partner up if you want to put the effort in. All right. Well, uh, I hope you're checking out everything we have going on with Finnish Skin Week this week. We have so many cool promos and freebies every day. Um, I think we're going to start opening up our retail space here soon, too. It's under construction right now, so people can come in and shop. But um, check us out, fittish.com, because we have a lot going on this week. And, uh, yeah, if you have any questions for the show, as always, info at fittish.com is the best place to send those. And we'll see you next week. And if you need real estate, call me. Bye.